thank you for uh, for listening uh, on Liberty Tactics. I, I think it's an important uh, international venue. The title of your show is Liberty Tactics, which I think is really important. And liberty is a really important word. Uh, we take it for granted. Here we are, princes of the universe. Welcome back. It's Liberty Tactics and the Welsh Wizard is here. Today is Tuesday, the 1st of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. I got woken up this morning at about quarter to eight and nobody else would make, I would not answer the phone unless obviously it was an emergency with my children but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wake up and get up and certainly not answer a phone at quarter to eight this morning. But I do because it's why. So I answered that phone call this morning and, well, it knocked me over, knocked me sideways. Without further ado, enough of my waffling. Roy, hi. How are you doing, Luke? Well, I'm still in, like, walking around, sort of like, in the days of what, what you sent me, the first thing you sent me, and... I think we just need to start off because I did put a little clue out for the listeners, Roy. I'd said that you'd you'd knock me for six this morning and everyone wanted to know why. So I said, I'll give you a little clue. Right. Five. five. So come okay. on, take it away. Well, I'll, I'll come to five, five. Okay, then. But uh, I want to really, you know, um, as long as we have- can discuss it, as long as we can discuss it, maybe yeah. I should open the show asking you to do that because you've probably got your running order that you want to discuss. So mm. I'm just warning the listeners now. Shortly, you're going to hear something and just be sitting down because if you're anything like me, it's going to blow you over. But let Roy get to it in his own time. Over to you, Roy. Right. Well, we now know that things are, are really hotting up. Donald Trump... Uh, Retruthed a picture of himself, the meme. Uh, on it was the storm is coming, and above his head was the Q signature, and to the right was where we go one, we go all, and the storm was right behind him. The lightning was coming, uh, and that that is a big calm in and of itself, and it means that we're, I think, right on the cusp of what we all believe was going to take place. But, you know, last year I had a similar, I had a similar understanding, but I didn't have, I wasn't confident because I couldn't see the developments taking place because I understood then that the world economy really is the key to everything. So I wondered how I would start this today. And what came to mind was a, was a quote from Shakespeare and uh, it's, it's from the play Julius Caesar, and it's from Brutus. And I think uh, Brutus is in discussion with Cassius, I think. But here's the remark that he makes. Brutus says to Cassius, there is a tide in the affairs of men which, taken at the flood, leads on to fortune. And that, I believe, is exactly where we're at at this moment in day, in, uh, at this moment in time. The gist of Brutus's words is, seize the day, seize the moment. And the U.S. is the key 
to the world situation. And I'll come back to that, as I said, later on. But during preparations for this podcast, I was reading through the Federal Reserve reports and I came across this comment. And this is the comment. The dollar is the anchor currency for approximately 66% of the world's currencies and accounts for 77% of the world's economic output. Now, that's quite misleading for a start when he talks about the 77% of the world's economic output. They're not talking about US output. They're talking about the countries who have to use the dollar, their output. China long ago overtook the US in manufacturing production uh, productivity of goods and commodities. And the economic output, like I said, is, for the, is, is really based around China, India, Russia, Germany. There's very little to do with the USA, with Britain, with France, with Italy, because they're net importers of goods, not net exporters anymore. So that statement, if we take it on face value, would be a mistake because they're probably not the, the correct statistics at this moment in time. And it is misleading. And from my point of view, it's dissembling. Now, China, Russia, India, Japan, Saudi Arabia, the euro, which is the second reserve currency. The latter countries that I've just mentioned are all allies of the US, but they have accelerated the de-dollarization of the petrodollar. And you know, what does that mean and why would they do it? Well, all these countries have to purchase the dollar. Now, the dollar has strengthened significantly. Remember now, it's the strongest of the WCC countries' currencies. They're all going down. You know, they're all going to zero. They're all going to collapse in the next period. As I mentioned before, the US dollar is the last horse in the glue factory. But as it's stronger, it means now that it's more expensive for the for the rest of the Western cabal-controlled countries when they want to buy it. They're having to buy it, and their own, their own currencies are being devalued. Well, that, that results in that they have to pay far more for imports. And when they have to pay far more for imports, then the price goes up quite a bit for those living in those countries. So they're looking for a way out. They're looking in a roundabout way to assist in the defeat of the petrodollar to end the hegemony of the US. Now, that, that's a feature which has become far more pronounced now in the last couple of weeks. And when we talk about the last period, and it is extraordinary what's taking place and the speed and turn of events, let's have a look what's taking place this last week. China and Saudi Arabia, uh, the trade delegations met midweek. Now, I think they met on video or whatever, Zoom call. But China and Saudi Arabia announced that they've set up a channel for Saudi Arabia and China to trade oil in the Remnimbi, the digital Remnimbi, which is backed up by gold. Now, when they say channel, they mean they've set up the mechanism where they can do it, which takes a bit of doing, as I understand, but it's already 
Now, already China has got it working with Iran. It pays in renminbi already, and it is a digital transaction. Now, at this point, I have to reiterate what is taking place in the Western cabal-controlled currencies. And it's important, and I've, I keep on repeating it, but it's that we shouldn't forget. Their fiat currencies are devaluing really fast. The Japanese yen will fall first. And if it wasn't for the fact that they had huge US dollar reserves, which they've got now, they're pumping in to back up the yen, it would have collapsed. Now, these currencies are a part of the Western cabal-controlled countries' Ponzi scheme, which is falling apart in front of our very eyes. And it is this reason that, that uh, the countries like Saudi Arabia, China, Japan, and others are getting rid of their dollar reserves. Imagine you are MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, the prime minister, the de facto leader of Saudi Arabia. And you're exchanging your oil for currencies that are devaluing rapidly and will collapse shortly and be worth nothing. MBS looks at Iran, it's selling its oil for gold back renminbi, and it can it can ask for gold, and the Chinese will posit physical gold. Now, Saudi, Ara Saudi Arabia and OPEC understand what's underway. That's why you have a whole uh, you, uh, gamut of countries now queuing up to join BRICS. Now, in my opinion, as they bring down the petrodollar, the East, and by the East, I reiterate, I mean BRICS, the Shanghai Corporation, the ASEAN, and a number of other you know, acronyms I can't remember, but that's the East. I think they would have int introduced their currency, the new reserve currency. I think it will be the ramp for MNIMBY, by the way. And I think it will be backed by uh, gold and commodity, commodities. Now, remember, that currency is for trade between Eastern countries and friends. Now, a word on that. I listened to a very interesting discussion that's taken place amongst leading economists. Some of them are very, you know, very good, have a real understanding of, uh, of their system. Uh, but they're caught. On the one hand, you, ha you have a layer of them saying, no, there's not going to be any central bank digital currency. They won't be able to get away with it. They won't be able to do it. And then the other group in turns around and say, well, you know, the Chinese got the renminbi. You know, they've had it for three years. They've got 6% of the oil market now off the U.S. Sorry, we've been tried and tested. Now, both are right, but I think they're missing the point. And the point is this. The renminbi and the new currency, backed up by gold and commodities, will only be used in inter-trade between countries. That's the point. You're not going to have a situation, nor is it being put forward by anybody in the East, that you have a digital currency, which would be in a wallet that's on your phone or an app. That is not what's being put forward. That's what I think that the, the cabal would like to do. But as I've, as I've mentioned before, and I'll reiterate again, there is no difference between a dollar, euro, pound, which is going down the pan uh, and is in paper, or of a token. If it's got nothing backing it up, it's just still as worthless.
Now, I mentioned the, uh, the, the trade between the eastern currencies, the eastern countries, because that's why I think the new currency will be used in the Asian sector, in the East, if you like, and they'll allow France to use it as well. And I don't think we've got to wait long for that. Glazieff uh, is, is now becoming uh, more talkative. And he's beginning to explain how the currency would be put forward. Now, who are the friends of, uh, of the East? Well, we all know of Turkey, Egypt, Pakistan, Afghanistan, all the stands. Uh, and, you know, but will Putin welcome back an old friend? That's the question. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about the Netherlands. Because this week, the Netherlands, they removed, uh, they, they announced that they were no longer supporting sanctions against Russia. They, they didn't inform Van der, Biden, Van der Leiden, and they didn't inform the US. They did it, and they did it in the interests of their people. And I've got a feeling that you will, see, you will have a situation where Putin will welcome them back in. And this is a very, very important stage in the breakup, it could be in the breakup, the immediate breakup of the EU. Now, there are six, there are seven countries, many, and they're much smaller countries in the EU that have broken away. Probably Hungary and the Netherlands are the biggest. But it's without doubt that the big guns in the EU, that being Germany, Italy, uh, France, Spain, they're definitely looking at what's taking place. And they'll definitely be considering their next step very carefully. Now, the EU, as I said, is fragmenting before our very eyes. And let's be clear about this. All the banks in the EU, without exception, are zombie banks. What do I mean by that? Well, they're really insolvent. If it wasn't for the reverse repo, these banks would collapse overnight. What's the reverse repo? Well, the reverse re repo is where the banks, at the end of the, uh, every trading day, get to put what's left, the capital, into the, the central bank. And the central bank pays them interest. And in America, I'll give you an example, in America, where the leading banks deposit on a nightly basis in the reverse repo, the Fed has admitted they pay out over $500 million a day in interest to these banks. And it will be similar in all the central banks with all the banks, the commercial and investment banks. They're being kept going now. And that's the only reason that they're able to survive. Now, if you look at Europe, Europe now has an inflation rate of 10.7%. That's not including, I think it's energy and housing. It's either energy, uh, energy, housing, or food. It's two of the three that are not included. And the interest rates are 1.5%. 1.5%. .5 and they cannot raise them virtually much more than they've done. Otherwise, the bond market will just collapse. But you can understand now why they're looking for a way to break away 
from the US dollar to be free of the debt that they've got. Immediate banks we can name. Credit Suisse, they've had a run on the bank. They haven't curtailed that. They haven't had constant injections of huge amounts of liquidity to keep them going. Deutsche Bank is on its last legs. Barclays Bank is in the intensive care unit. And look at Germany. I mentioned Deutsche Bank. Just look at Germany. Schultz announced this week, he, got, he actually got up and said, well, BASF, that is the chemical giant, that is the beating heart of the industrial machine of Germany. He got up and said, well, they want to re relocate to China. We can't get gas. We can't get oil. We can't get the commodities they require. So they're going to go to China. And he's endorsing that. <laughs> the irony is, when they get to China, if they make the move, they will be getting gas from Russia, oil from Russia, and commodities from Russia. Except all these things, instead of going to the West, which they normally did through the pipelines, uh, the Nord pipelines and you know, to the shipping lanes to the west. Now that's all going to the east. And that's what will that mean if that actually takes place? Well, that will have a catastrophic effect on the supply chain crisis in Germany and Europe, I should say. There'll be mass unemployment. Think about this BASF provides 70% of all car components. See, you'd see car plants which are, the, again, they are the mainstay of the German economy, they will go into crisis. They either have to lay off or maybe one or two will have to shut. There is a huge erosion taking place of the living standards now, but it will be far worse once these developments take place. And general winter is on the march. It's on the march now. And now there is no... Gas. There is no oil. Yes, they have reserves. And they're saying that their reserves are where they need to be. I have my doubts about that. But do you really think that the German people are going to accept they will have to freeze and starve to death? Not a chance. Not a chance. There are going to be absolute explosions. They're taking place now. They're not being covered in the media, but there have been massive demonstrations in all of these countries, particularly in Cologne, Czechoslovakia, and you've, you've had demonstrations everywhere. The German industrial engine is the engine of the EU, and it's being destroyed. And why is it being destroyed? Because it's supporting U.S. sanctions against Putin. And if that wasn't bad enough, the U.S. is now saying to you, it is doing it. We'll supply you LNG with natural gas. And they put the price up 400% immediately before the sales took place. Now, I mentioned Putin. 
on Putin. You have a situation where he is in total control. He has now declared no more wheat, maize, corn. The staples of our food will be allowed to be exported from the Ukraine after Thursday. That's 45% of the world's market. Now, remember, I just talked about increases in uh, cost of living. Well, you can expect, not in a month's time, but virtually immediately, a huge spike in food prices. Now, why has Putin gone down that road? Well, he did offer safe passage to Ukraine. The ships were leaving with the grain, with the wheat, with the corn. Putin put some of his, put, uh, or Shoi, uh, I can't remember the, Shoigu, Defense Secretary, put some Russian military ships there to uh, have a corridor, a safe passage. And lo and behold, last week, the ships are bombed with uh, those, those drones that they use. And one of Putin's or two of Putin's military ships were also hit by bombs and sunk. Now, Putin and the Russians came straight up with it. They said that the UK was responsible for the bombing, the drones being utilized, used against the grain ships and against their Navy, and they went further. Putin's spokesperson, Peskov, said Britain was also responsible for the bombing of the Nord Street Road, Nord Stream gas lines. Immediately, well, not immediately, actually, he had to wait a while, but now the British government is aghast at these claims saying they're all lies. But the Russians, a bit like when they said they were biolabs and they had the evidence, they were called liars. They were criticised. But slowly and surely, the evidence started to come up. Biolabs are now a proven, a proven fact. So you've got a situation where I think once... Britain swears its life away that it didn't do it, that it, it's all uh, you know, propaganda. I think it's then that someone like Lavrov will produce the evidence. And on the pipeline, it's already, it's already been put forward that we did it, and the proof is there. And because... Kim.com was very big a few years back. Who was a big hacker, world famous hacker. He put out a tweet in which he said, one minute after that pipeline was blown up, Liz Truss sent a message to Blinken in the US saying, it's done. Now, I think that the Russians have that. I think that they'll put it forward and they'll show it. And Putin, or Peskov said, we note 
Great Britain. We know what they've done. And they say that they will deal with Great Britain in a different way, in a special way. I don't that that is not a military threat. I'll come to it a bit later. Now on that Nord Stream, you have Nord Stream one and Nord Stream two. But now you only have Nord Stream two. It's damaged, but you still got it. Because Putin has capped and removed from his end Nord Stream one. No supply anymore. And when we talk about Putin and the Ukraine war, all the bullshit that's put forward by the fake media is beginning to come to an end. Because you have a situation now where Ukraine is trapped. It has little power supply. Dwindling supplies of food. Drinking water to half the country is not available. They're in such a state now that Erdogan and Turkey, uh, Erdogan and NATO, are putting calls through to try and talk to Putin, to have a discussion over the food, over peace talks. They're knocking on Putin's door. But what's interesting is what Putin has said about it. Yeah, on peace talks, he said, yeah, okay, we can have peace talks. But the U.S. must be a part of those peace talks. Because they're at war with us. They're using Ukraine as a proxy. So I want them in the peace talks. That is enormously humiliating for the prestige of the U.S., and now you have a situation where it's reported Biden lost his temper with Zelensky in regards to armaments that were going to Ukraine when a report was given to him by the Defense Department saying that 90% of the guns, the handguns, the handheld weapons were being sold on the black market and the money was being taken by uh, Zelensky and his crew. That Biden should be annoyed about that is incredible, given the role that he's played in Ukraine and China, you know, his crime family. So we've got this development. Will the talks take place? I've got a feeling they will take place. Because on Wednesday next week, he launches a massive offensive. And you've got to ask yourself, if he's saying he's going to launch a massive offensive, and most of the country, it's infrastructure, it's electricity, it's water supply, it's food supply, it's now not functioning. What is he now saying? End game. Destroy it all. Not, don't get me wrong, I don't mean the people. I don't mean uh, destruction of buildings, but the infrastructure, electricity and water. Cut it, cut it off completely. And that's what he's now saying. I think that, I think that moves will be made Placatory moves to try and ease the situation, particularly by the US, who are aware now that countries in the European Union are breaking away from their doctrine of applying sanctions to Russia. Now, it is those reasons which I've highlighted which underpin 
the coming fall of the petrodollar. Now, as an aside, now I wondered, what about the third and fourth world countries? What are they going to do with their huge debts to the dollar, to the World Bank, to the IMF? And then it dawned on me, there's an old saying, you owe the bank £10 and you're in trouble. You owe the bank £10 million and the bank's in trouble. And there you have it. You can see the card that's going to be played. You understand, I understand now why the, uh, the, uh, why China, Russia, India are losing money, are literally giving money away, giving uh, food, grain, oils to the poorer countries because they understand there's going to be that moment when they introduce the new currency and and the dollar will begin to fall. What you'll have there is that all these third and fourth world countries, which look to BRICS, but are stuck with the dollar, will walk away from the debt. They'll declare bankruptcy. Yeah. That will be the end for the US, for the cabal. Can they do it? They absolutely can do it. You see, we're not back 10 years anymore. This is not American hegemony anymore. If one or two countries had tried that, third world countries, 10 years, 15 years ago, first the IMF would have gone in. And then if the IMF failed, then the American military would have got in. That is out of the question today. The American military, they haven't got that type of power anymore. They've been dogged down in Ukraine. I thought this war would be over. But when I looked, I looked at the armaments that the Pentagon is expiring in relation to Ukraine. It's unbelievable. Hence, Biden <laughs> reportedly going off his rocker. They can't intervene. So I believe that's the way it's going to develop in the next period. Now, it's a nice lead-in, that is, into events which are taking place in the U.S. And we should state, and I will state, for humanity to step onto a higher plane in regards to our existence on this planet. The citizens and the patriots in the U.S. have to triumph. I'm certain that they will. But this, I believe, is, des is definitely their hour of destiny. Now, we have the midterms on the 8th of November. Does Q have anything to say? Read these midterms. Well, he does. Now, if you go on, by the way, I should say that all the evidence that I'm going to present here is on Roy Boy 17 on Telegram, and we'll also, I'll be sending up to Lou to put on the site. But I'll get back to Drop 4957. June the 25th, 2022. The last three sentences of the drop itself. What happens when you corner an animal? Midterms. D in the kill box, power implosion. D, kill box, power implosion. What happens when you corner an animal? Well, it's at its most dangerous. It will fight to the end. The midterms, that's the animal cornered, trapped. 
Democrats in the kill box, power implosion in the kill box. So they will, the Democrat party will die. It will cease existence. Now I'll come back to this at the end. But before we go further, let's see what Q says about Q drops. And this is really, really important. And it's post 128. It's November the 9th. 2017. I think it's two, it starts two sentences down. This is what Q drop. Guide to reading crumbs necessary to continue. Attached graphic is correct. Link graphics are incorrect and false. Graphic is necessary and vital. Timestamps and order is critical. Learn to distinguish between relevant and non-relevant news. Disinformation is real. Disinformation is necessary. Example, US military, National Guard, drop one, false. Saudi Arabia, true. So let's go back to drop one, August the 28th, 2017. Let's read it in full. HRC expedition already in motion, effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged effective 10.30 at 12.01. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. United States Marines will conduct the operation while National Guard activated. Proof check. Locate the National Guard member and ask if activated for duty 10.30 across major cities. Now, last year, I did the same thing. I asked, was the National Guard activated? And it came back, no. Therefore, you know, I thought, right, well, that's a real positive because I was aware of this. And this year, I've asked the same question. Now, many think that because the National Guard wasn't activated, that doesn't mean it's going to go ahead. But remember what Q said. Disinformation is real. Disinformation is ne necessary. And he gives an example. U.S. military, National Guard, drop one, is false. But Saudi Arabia is true. Now, Saudi Arabia is true. Now, I touched on Saudi Arabia last week. But just a recap. Our lead controls politicians and parties across the world. He owns media shares in various companies across America and the WCC countries. He funded the pedophile operation through the Podesta organization in Saudi Arabia. We have Hillary Rodham Clinton, the children, Alice in Wonderland. We have Huma Abedin, Muslim Brotherhood, but key to it all. And the reason why Saudi Arabia is first, we got Obama. Obama had his education funded, uh, his political career, Al, Al Walid paved the way with money to get him into politics. He was the Manchurian candidate there to do the bidding of Al Walid and the families that controlled the world.
Now, let's get on to MBS. Now, I should put a correction on MBS because I thought initially that MBS would have to be Tan Ching to initiate the next stage. Yeah, 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 would, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which would, which would mean uh, him handing over principally Al Walid and Namalal uh, rotten actors. Remember, this is all taking place now. Uh, this this uh, purge has taken place. We got all the material and data that we needed off them years ago. So this is for the show. But it dawned on me that here we go. What happened to Mohammed bin Salman a couple of months back? He was made the Prime Minister. Now, his father doesn't have to die. He doesn't have to abdicate because he's now no longer Prime Minister. That's MBS's position. So MBS has the authority to go out and do whatever he wants to do. Now, what's significant about MBS? Because it's between the time of November the 1st and November the, the 6th, which we should see the beginning of the, uh, of the movement of getting, uh, of getting these key players over. Ah. MBS was due to go to Algeria for five days from November the 1st to November the 6th. Then out of the blue, his doctors said that uh, he's not fit to travel. So he pulled out under medical advice. Now, when they were asked, what is the medical advice? The medical team said they couldn't say. When they asked Bin Salman's spokesperson, can't say, he said. Yeah, and in virtually in that manner, no heightened worries or fears. In other words, we just he's kept back for a reason. And Q states, after Saudi Arabia, then it's the US. And that's where we're at right now. And after the US, it's Asia and Europe. And Q points out that it will move fast. Now, so on November the 1st, drop 34, fallout slated to occur 11-3 upon arrest announcement of Mr. Podesta. Actionable 11-4. Confirmation to the public of what is occurring will then be revealed and will not be openly accepted. Now, a really important drop coming up. November the 2nd, 2017, drop 42. We serve at the pleasure of DJT. Now, that's an incredible statement. That's future-proof past because at this moment in time, he was already the he was president in 2017, so obviously they served under him, and they wouldn't make a statement like that. But now, the statement, when you read it today, indicates only one thing. It indicates that Donald John Trump is back. And, in a, and if you have a look, if you have a look at Drop 35, I'm not going to read out, it's too long, November the 1st, 2017. That is the only drop which is signed by Donald John Trump. 
and he explains that he can't telegraph that he's back at this moment in time. But hold on. It's not going to be far away. Now we'll come to November 2nd, 2017, drop 55. The drop says, look to Twitter. Exactly this. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. God bless. Now, now we all know that Elon Musk finally got Twitter in his hands on when? On the 28th of October. So how many days is it from the 28th of October to November the 2nd? I would calculate that as five days, Roy. Five days. 2017 to 2022 is a five-year delta. Five years. So the two fives make 55. Now, I should give thanks to JL, one of the subscribers, for he put this out as well. But it's quite clear. That type of synchronicity is not an accident. And there's no such coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. I've said that for the last 15 years. There are no coincidences. Exactly. Now we go further. On November the 3rd, 2017, drop 67. Here you have Q telling us how Podesta is going to be arrested. Podesta's plane as a military escort, i.e. TAN, and is being diverted, in brackets, forced down. Short delay. This bill, this will be leaked. Watch the news. Now, why would he have a military escort? Because he's now one of Biden's czars in his cabinet. So when he travels, he would have that type of escort, if required. November the 5th, 2017, drop 114. U.S. military equals saviors of mankind. We will never forget Fantasyland. God save us all. Now, I'm leaving it on November the 6th, 2017, and it's drop 117. And I would urge everybody, it's a long drop, and I'm not going to go through it, to go and read that drop because it, it explains very well our Willie's role, we Obama, the Muslim Brotherhood, Hillary, 9-11, the Iraq War. It's all, it's all there. And the reason why I'm not going any further with the drops is, is that I'll probably be back this time before we get to the 7th. And if events are falling into place, like I said, I would imagine that many people will be able to work out the coup drops from then on. I may actually read it out just for the benefit because my dad listens to our show. Um, and he has no idea about you, but he just, he's Welsh as well. So he's got so proud of his heritage that you're Welsh and he likes listening to the information, but he won't have a clue. Uh, and it's just not for my dad. It's for anybody else who didn't really follow Q, but listens to the show because they want to keep up. So if you've got to go, Roy, no problem. I can just sit here and read the drop so people understand what you're talking about. But I do think it's pretty important to let those who haven't followed Q or have only just kind of jumped on board. Um, so it's post-67. Yes, it's post-117. 117, sorry. Okay. 
So I, if I mean, if you've got to go, Roy, not a problem. I can just read this out. I mean, there's a few things I do want to ask. Right, well, read it out then, and I'll, I'll stay. For- That's very cool. Yeah, I'll, 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 so, it, so it starts off with the picture of what are they? Large navy? Are they aircraft carriers? I don't know. Yeah, helicopter pads. And they're going, why was the arrest of Al-Walid and others important? Has Al-Walid and Barack Obama tied to how, – how is Al-Walid and Barack Obama tied to Huma? Where did Al-Walid finance Barack Obama pre-political days? Why did Al-Walid finance Barack Obama pre-political days? He says that twice. What is humour? Define. What book was Barack Obama caught reading? Why was this immediately disregarded as false? What is post-American world by Farid Zakira? Why is this relevant? Why would the President of the United States of America be reading this book? What church did Barack Obama attend as pre-POTUS? Who is Barack Obama's mentor? Who is Al-Waid and Hillary Clinton connected? Who was Hillary Clinton's mentor? How is Al-Waleed and Bush senior and junior connected? What occurred post 9-11? What war did we enter into? What was the purpose and disclosure given re-justification? Who financed 9-11? Who recently classified 9-11 pages being released? What just occurred in SA, Saudi Arabia, in that in that terms? Uh, what for... Um, just yeah, sorry. What FOIA docs are being publicly released recently? Why is this relevant? What information is contained within these um, these releases? Why is Christopher Ray important with regards to these releases? What does money laundering mean? What is the single biggest event that can generate many nation states to pay out billions? Who audits where the money goes? Fifteen million for a tooth. Fifteen thousand for a toothbrush. Reconcile. Why do we attack? Why do we attack Iraq? Halliburton. Who are they? What do they specialise in? What is oil field service? Why is this relevant? What senior level political officials are affiliated with Halliburton? What is the primary goal? What is the primary mode of influence that drives corruption? What does money buy? Who is connected to SA? Who is connected to Al-Walid? Who is connected to LV? LV? Who's LV? Oh, God, I don't know, and I've forgotten it. L.V. Oh, I can't remember. Okay. So that was the post, if anyone, that, that Roy was Roy was talking about. Very quick. You can go in and look at it yourselves. But for the, for the purpose of my dad, who won't bother, there you go. Essentially. In other words, the history of America over the, de- over the last 20, 30 years is the history of the House of Swords. Yeah. How they've manipulated presidents, companies, key players to intervene in wars, to take down the Twin Towers, to take out anybody who oppressed them. And Al Walid didn't just do this in the United States for money. He did it in all WCC countries. He attempted to do it all over the globe. But now... 2017, he was captured and he caved in. Al Walid, we've got everything on them. That's why Trump was always able to say we've got it all. Al Walid is coming in for the show now. He's going to do his bit in front of humanity. He's going to explain in real time 
what these creatures of the night really did. The millions of people who died wantlessly. The lives that were sacrificed. The destruction of civilization. All down to this crib. And all that will come out. It'll come out very quickly. Lou, it's a, it's a marvelous time to be in. You've got some questions for some. We got questions, Lou? I, I haven't, actually. I think you've just blown my mind. I mean, the five of five this morning. Um, I do want to just say one thing, because I was trying to explain it to somebody who's very awake, follows the Q posts, uh, a, a good friend of mine. And when I mentioned Elon, she started sending me these pictures that Elon was dressed up as Baphomet for Halloween. Um, really, really, really disturbing. Uh, she's basically saying that he is he is absolutely not a good guy. He was wearing a Baphomet suit yesterday um, and that he's dodgy as hell. But, I mean, he's there to play a role, isn't it? I mean, I did say a lot of people have turned, you know, have flipped. But then why would he be kind of promoting his, you know, the Baphomet, mm -hmm. Satanism? He, he, he's there know. to play a role, isn't he? He's just another player. That's right. He's an actor on the stage, in effect. Uh, so we don't know what we'll know at the end of the movie when the script is given to us and we'll be able to read it all for ourselves and confirm our thoughts and our beliefs and see where we were right and see where we were wrong. But this movie is definitely coming to a climax now, I believe. And I think it'll be a very, very interesting uh, couple of days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week will be very interesting. Well, Saturday. It's going to be very interesting, I think, personally, Roy. You know, tomorrow, I think, is going to be very interesting. The five of five, we've heard five of five over the years. You know, going back to probably 2017, the five of five was no doubt mentioned. I don't know. Every, I just feel it. And Trump posting that. Trump posting Trump that. Do it. Eh? Trump, Trump no, is I know, not. I know that. I, know, I understand that. But we you know you started off when I got when, when you called me this morning. The first thing you told me to look is that photo. Zoom yeah. the Q was above, and it's like, oh my god, I wasn't excited enough. Then you came back because I think we spoke last week, and you said it's probably going to come from Elon Musk. And I did bring up the scenario: what if it makes it possible that when you post on Truth Social, it will automatically leak out to other platforms like multi-stream? You know, multi no, that doesn't happen. Post. But now you've done that to me this morning. I mean, it makes total sense, complete sense. Um, well, everybody, also, everybody will be watching Twitter tomorrow then, so somebody let me know because I don't bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is, Roy, uh, oh, it's just gone out of my head where I was going to go. Absolutely gone. Yeah, so look look what they did. So they brought COVID to the world. They locked the world down to ensure that they could cheat on those elections. Now, people are saying, oh, it's, you know, it's just all over Donald Trump. No, it's not. They wanted to bring in the Great Reset. The only person standing in their way, they never thought he would, they never thought Hillary would lose. So they had all their plans. Yes, they would have locked the world down anyway to keep us inside for, the, for however long it takes to do the vaccine. Trump's come in. They couldn't have him winning again. So now we know it was all a con. It's being exposed. We've just had um, through the vote, Engelbert and ah, what's his name, Greg, someone. They've just been arrested because they're investigating. Yeah, you know, yeah. so don't think do you, if you, anybody is under 
you know, hopefully they're not under the illusion uh, that the midterms are going to go all nice. They can't. They can't have it happening. No. Right? They are losing and they are losing bigly. And we're having, we've had this Paul Pelosi stuff. They're trying to blame it on MAGA supporters. I mean, it's absolute lunacy. The guy was inside his house in his underpants holding holding a hammer. And then you go to where they the window was broken. They the, the glass hasn't gone inward, so it's someone breaking in. It's someone smashing the window to get out. So no. don't come for me. Don't shoot me. I'll say what's happened. They vote. Paul Pelosi's got his, his gay lover in there doing the business. A general welfare check is called in, or they or they pop in, the police pop in. This spooks this spooks the the, the gay lover prostitute who's getting in a panic, and that's where it kicks off. Because on, the, on the telephone call, the telephone call, Paul Pelosi saying is that he was a friend. So Lou, you might be right, and the reason why I'm saying that is that uh, the police have webcams on them, and exactly. it's like it's like uh, Pelosi CCTV. They're, they're not available and now. The police, the captain said uh, that I don't think they were on. So yeah, you know, it's a fast and it's they are going to do everything they can. I mean, one, as we said before, we don't think the midterms will go through. Trump never conceded. Roy is listed listed these reasons for, for, for months, okay? But they can't. They are in so panic. They are fighting. They are they're just on the back foot. So what is going to happen between now? I mean, it's one week away, the midterms. One week. Well, so we're, I do we're believe right. something right. within this next week to disrupt these midterms, Etc. It's going to go down. Everyone needs to be vigilant, as as Q said. See something, say something. But it's not just an American case. This is what I'm trying to get across to people. What happens there has a direct impact on us, like a domino effect. We're at the head of the serpent snake, right? England are being involved in everything, as you just say. Liz Truss has just been caught out on her go and her order. It's the, it's the Brits that took that that fucked up the North Stream pipeline. So if anyone can't see what's happening, then you need to go down, go back and listen to some of the shows Roy and I have done because we are in the storm exactly as we speak. And I do believe God's making his move and we're going to see some pretty biblical stuff within the that you know, huge stuff go on in the next week. That's my two penneth on it, Roy. Late, Lou, i got to go. <laughs> okay, sorry, I've waffled on a lot. Um, Roy... Thank you, as always. Now, we've got our podcast to thought, myself and Catherine. I would like to say a huge thank you to everyone. that There's been donations in to there. We've already nearly raised £2,000 and we haven't even launched. Mm -hmm. uh, I did put out a bit of a moaning a moaning email to people on that. If you've taken offence, sorry, not sorry. Um, this is the last chance we have to get this education out of our school. If you can go down the pub and get yourself a pint, you're going to have a couple of quid left in your pocket. Please, please, please send it over to the podcast-a-thon. It goes directly to Kimberly and the mums. Court date is the 15th and 16th. Wales is the last stand. 
we have got to get behind these mothers and show our support. So Catherine and I, again, will be enduring 30 hours podcasting, kicking off at noon. We have some unbelievable guests. We've got, I'm just going to quickly run through. We've got James Dellingpole. We've got Brian Garish. We've got Alex Thompson. Uh, we have Lawrence Eastman. We have Mark Devlin. We have Danny Rampling. We have DJ Slipmat. I know I'm going to miss out loads of people because it's all just gone out. The amazing Tanya Joy Gibson, Dave Sumrall from Stop Hate in America. I'm waiting on confirmation of Lawrence Fox. I've asked. I've heard back from his receptionist. I've sent a nudge this morning. Hopefully, Lawrence Fox will also be joining us. And the list is endless. It's 30 hours. We're going to be playing music sets out during the night, early evening to get people ready if they're going out. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Well, it's not fun. It's serious. We're going to be going through and playing documentaries, showing you and explaining the education, explaining why it's so relevant here to us in England. Oh, we've also got Richard uh, Lucas from the Scottish Family Party because, sorry, Scotland's had it for a lot longer than us. So it's going to be huge. So please, 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 if you haven't donated yet, please, please do. Um, you can find the link to donating to the actual podcast-a-thon that links then straight to the uh, straight to the campaign. You can find that on all of our social media platforms. And I will even put a link under this show because obviously Roy's very interested as well, being a fellow dragon uh, down there. Roy can see what's going on as well. That's it. Thank you. I may be back before, I will be back before the weekend because we're interviewing Richard Lucas and we're going to do a pre-record of Danny Rampling because obviously these superstar DJs are very, very busy. Slipmat, God bless him, uh, offered to say, I can't get to you down. I can't come down in with you direct, but I'm not expecting him to drive from uh, Essex all the way down to South Devon. So we're going to have a couple of pre-recorded shows. Uh, Mark Devlin has donated a hour and a half set of his 90s music. So it should be a good weekend. Going to be a bit serious, but we're also trying to have a little bit of fun with it. And then the main focus is getting everybody to Cardiff for the 15th and 16th. If you can, take two days off. I have done that. Try and find an Airbnb or somewhere to stay. Um, we need to do this. Everybody needs to do it because it's our children. So with that, that's it. Boy 17 on Telegram for Roy, libertytactics.co.uk and publicchildprotectionwales.org. And uh, we'll be back this time next week. God bless. <laughs>